there are a lot of barriers to adequate access to ADHD diagnosis and management. Um, to name some of them is that there is difficulty accessing the specialist. Cost is a big problem because um, there is over $500 cost um, needed to see the specialist and get an assessment done and diagnosed for mm-hmm. that. Um, there are unclear referral pathways for GPs to make the referrals to the specialist. Um, coordination between different services, um, that is a difficult situation as well. Mm. But mainly the access to the specialist who can make the diagnosis and who are actually allowed to prescribe medications for ADHD and the cost, these are the main ones. So what would make it, I guess, easier? To make it easier because, you know, youth and everyone in the community has access to general practitioners. And uh, since general practitioners have uh, known most of the people as, as families or from childhood to adulthood as well, um, they, if, if they are trained and they're allowed to make the diagnosis and treat the patient, Um, as well for ADHD, that is going to give a lot of benefit in terms of accessibility to getting assessment done and also, if needed, uh, prescription of medication that is needed for ADHD. So let's just say that GPs are empowered to manage more of the diagnosis process. Many young people still can't really access bulk bulk billing with their GPs. Are you advocating for any changes to Medicare? With the bulk billing, I mean, that's a separate issue, obviously, for a, from ADHD. Um, but I guess medical rebate for patients, that is what the main issue is facing in the community. So if, you know, Medicare rebate for the patients increase, mm-hmm. then obviously um, that helps quite a lot. Social media content drives substantial awareness of ADHD. What is something some young people should consider when viewing this? basically anything available on social media. I mean, this is not really um, authenticated information. This is not authorized information, basically, which is available. So I think the best way to go about that for um, young people would be to actually uh, consult their GPs and, and have a chat about that, what they're feeling, why they think they have ADHD, and then um, get, get the process started from there. Okay, so what are some changes in the diagnosis process that the RACGP is advocating for? So what RACGP is proposing that if um, the GPs um, could be offered more training and more funding to be able to make the assessments, especially for young people and even adults as well. Um, Also some regulatory changes about prescribing medication because at present what is happening is that the patient needs to be referred to a specialist for ADHD assessment and diagnosis and medication as well. And then um, many of the patients uh, do not get access to that very quickly. They have to wait a few months. And then one, when they get the access, then the patients are, um, you know, they get a, either a telehealth appointment, a phone appointment basically, or they have to travel sometimes in the state. 
to um, see the specialist and then sent back to the GP basically uh, for further management. So um, regulatory changes in prescribing the stimulant medications which may be needed in ADHD treatment and um, giving GPs enough training and access to basically diagnosing ADHD as well. I see. So I understand that there are some trials running in Victoria. How are these going? I'm aware of uh, one model um, at the moment which is running. Um, I do not have the detailed information, but I think it will be good to see um, how w- what sort of results we get through that. Has the federal government been receptive to RACGP submissions in the past? Well, we've just made the submission at the moment and we're waiting for um, a response. So it is going to go in the parliament, in the house, and then let's see, let's hope that there are a few changes made and then GPs can be given, um, you know, access for assessment and um, diagnosis for the benefit of the patient. Mm-hmm.